6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. One of the things that's been interesting um, in the past uh, couple of months, we've been hearing about uh, wastewater analysis. I'm fascinated by this. Um, and, and we're learning that what you flush down the toilet is, is giving scientists and now all of us an idea of how much COVID virus there is in the province. You know that the provincial government has moved away from the widespread use of PCR testing, urging you instead to get COVID results from at-home rapid tests, but we all know, right, (laughs) that those are near impossible to find uh, right now. I'm in the midst of trying to find some myself. And as a result, that means case counts aren't at all an accurate reflection of what is going on in the province. But wastewater is showing a much clearer picture. How? Let's find out. Dr. Lilipang is part of the team of scientists involved in the COVID wastewater testing project. Dr. Pang joins us now. Welcome to the show. Thank you for making time. Oh, this is a great, uh, you know, uh, opportunity for me uh, to provide some kind of information your guy may interest. Yeah, Dr. Pang, give us an idea. Where, where along the way did was it thought that wastewater could be an accurate indicator of, of what was going on with, with COVID? So I think the story is beginning because after pandemic and this SARS-CoV-2 identify in the Alberta back to the March 2020, Immediately, there is quite a few reports said, okay, this virus is shedding the stool, fecal. So that means give a lot of scientists very exciting. Okay, if the, the virus is shedding in the fecal, that means the wastewater must be very, you know, nice resource to look for and maybe provide a very uh, uni- unique and uh, useful information to public health as well Dr. as you know. Dr. Peng, so if, if the virus is shedding in fecal matter, um, why would it be in fecal matter? Is it in urine as well? Do we know? Yes, also include the uh, urine. However, shedding the urine is not every infected patient shedding. Also, the, the viral load much lower. So this is why, from a wastewater point of view, of course, include the fecal as well as the urine. So that is uh, the, uh, you know, interest to look at. So this is why our wastewater testing is discrimination. We test everything. <laughs> except people use diaper in the infant okay. and the senior people. Dr. Peng, are, are, is this is this being done else, elsewhere? Are other jurisdictions, uh, your other, other provinces, or other places, maybe in the U.S., using this sort of method to uh, get an indication of how much COVID is in the community, or is it just being done here? I think uh, uh, since last year, I think in the in the second wave, this tool immediately increase to globally lot of country australia you know uh, germany and the us as well as our canada not only our province ontario 
you know, the 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 lot of province Quebec also use these surveillance to monitor this virus, to looking for community infection. So can you give us an idea? I spent some time on the website today and it's quite fascinating to see the levels, you know, and how it's 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 peaked, how it's gone up and how it's gone down. And in, in a lot of jurisdictions, certainly in Calgary and in Edmonton right now, that those the, the, the monitoring is showing pretty much a straight line straight up. So can you give us an idea of, of what the monitoring is, is showing, let's say, in the capital region right now? Yeah, I, uh, as you see from a capital region, you can see this newest, uh, the wastewater data really spike like a sharp. And uh, what does it mean? This is really means something for current Omicron really hit the roof in the, you know, region, in the whole province, of course. Still not every community have the same situation like Omicron is overall re- become like a predominant however uh, data another you know very very famous uh, you know the variants also still circulate currently the emicron already replaced the data become like a, uh, you know predominant strain however emicron compared to data Everyone may be already aware from, uh, you know, from a publication. Yeah. So this virus transmitted so fast. I think it's a two to three times faster than data. So this is why you can see waste water quickly pick up and also spike so quickly to, you know, heat the roof already. So- so, Dr. Pang, you're able to look on uh, on a large scale on uh, at wastewater in in the province and and determine what is happening in communities. Is there a way to use this on a smaller scale? For example, you know, like smaller testing batches, maybe like I don't know, I, and I don't know how you would do it because I think it all gets flushed down as thing. But like it maybe at a long-term care home or you know, very specific communities, can it be done on a smaller testing platform? Yes, this is a great question, definitely. Since the 2021 January, we got the, you know, another research grant supported by PHAC. So we are looking for Edmonton 10 long-term care facility using our wastewater testing. So definitely, because this is this is a different as a community testing. We call this is a target, you know, institutional target yeah. testing. So the, we collaborate with the EPICOL who help us collection the sewage sample from main specific main hole, like linked with the building. So definitely we are monitor already is one year. We provide a very interesting and also useful information to public house, you know, service, which is our uh, doctor, doctor, uh, you know, Sakara, who is yes. our Edmonton Zone MOH. So he is use our data to immediate response 
if we need to do something from a infectious control point of view. Yes, we also use this system to apply the hospital, the we are target immunocompromised host unit, and also university dorm in to looking for you know uh, resident student resident huh. building. So definitely, this is really good for target, you know, test as well. So before I let you go, uh, Dr. Pang, uh, you know, moving forward as as eventually, hopefully we move uh, out of this uh, pandemic, what what other uses do you see um, wastewater testing being used for? You know, you know, two years, five years, 10 years down the road, this, what else can we use this for? This is a great question. Actually, as a virologist, I'm really, my passion is enteric virus you know, diarrhea. So we yes. know norovirus, for example, cause almost 70% of all gastroenteritis outbreak. So that means this virus is special shading in the, in the, in the stool. So this is why I'm, my, my aim want to continue use the wastewater, especially in long-term care facility. Our both the uh, gastro outbreak majorly occur in the long-term care facility. I'm looking for after the you know pandemic is gone. I think it's really interesting to monitor outbreak and predict outbreak, target the long-term care facility, which is a higher risk place, to look yeah, no. for the GI you know outbreak. Yeah. That is my my passion, also my interest. Continue use with the water as a best resource to monitor you know institutional Do outbreak. Dr. Pang, want to thank you for this. It's fascinating stuff, and, and I think it's it's giving us, obviously, a, a fairly good indicator of uh, the amount of the virus in the province right now. And people can check out the website as well. If you go to, um, you know, just Google the COVID wastewater project or covid-tracker.chi-csm.ca. It's, it's fascinating stuff. Dr. Pang, thank you for your work, and thank you for making time for us this afternoon. Thank you, thank you. Take care, Dr. Lily Pang joining us this afternoon and, and telling us how uh, COVID shedding in waste, shedding in waste and then turning around and, and, and giving us an indication through wastewater testing. Interesting stuff. It's three.